Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City, and I'm broadcasting tonight from the bright red desk. And hopefully you can hear me because the thing was doing weird things. It's Mercury. Mercury is a little wild these weeks. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful Sunday, January 10th, 2021. Uh, you know, there's absolutely no way I can't do politics this week, so if you don't like my politics, hang up. Um, you know, tune in next week. I'll be well-behaved next week. any rate, um, we had an interesting week this week. We had talked last week about Mars leaving Aries, of course, and he's been in Aries since July, right? Three months, six months, a ah, long time, three months retrograde. So he was in Aries. He went into his shadow on July 25th. He stationed retrograde direct, uh, retrograde on uh, September 9th. He stationed direct on November 11th, and then he cleared his shadow last week on the 2nd. And then on the 6th, he got, you know, the 2nd to the 6th, he was in clear territory, running his own show, doing his own thing. And, of course, we had the Capitol attacks, um, the attack on the Capitol when Mars was in Aries on January 6th. Now, I just want to point out how cool astrology is. Everybody commented on where were the police, where was the National Guard, where were all those people. They didn't show up until 5.30, right? That's when they started coming in. Although Maryland and Virginia were calling and saying, we can send you our National Guard, we can send you our National Guard. And, of course, the mayor had written to the government and said, can you give me extra police for this thing? And she wrote on November 31st. And when she didn't hear from anybody, she told everybody in Washington, stay home, don't go out. So when when Mars went into Taurus at 5.30, that's when the cavalry showed up. That's when the police showed up. That's when the National Guard showed up. You can't make this astrology stuff up, right? The Mars at that last degree of Aries, right, culminating, changing, all the stuff he was working on. And earlier in the day, on the you know, on the, when he was on the 28th and he passed the degree of his station, we had the two senators from Georgia elected, uh, the Democrat senators elected first. The Warnock, Reverend Warnock was elected. We knew that at night going to bed, but the Ossoff guy was erected, elected later in early in the morning on the <laughs> on the sixth. Right as Mars was at the last degree of Aries. Now, one of the things that happens when Jupiter and Saturn change signs traditionally, which which happened on December twentieth into Aquarius, whenever the outer planets change signs, we often have a change in administration of the government. It happens. It's like a hap- it's just not politics, liberal, Democrat, Republican, whatever. It's just it's a change. So we're going from Capricorn, conservative, to Aquarian, a little more liberal, a little more bohemian, a little more whatever, um, a little more open-minded, you know, a little more big picture, whatever. However you want to refrain Capricorn and a Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn to Saturn and Aquarius. Pick your words. I don't care. If you do astrology, the words match. So anyway, we shifted, and we now have this new energy that we're working with, right? So this shift with Mars, when that guy with the horns, you know, like I'm looking at this guy in the horns, in the red and blue face, I'm like, oh, my God, that is so kind of combo, Mars-Aries, Mars and Taurus. You can't make this astrology stuff up. And then the cavalry showed up, Mars and Taurus. We're going to stop the Mars and Aries, the violence, the crazy, the aggressive, the assertive. And they kind of herded them out, 
You know, they just said, okay, got to go. Okay, got to go. Now, if you live in New York and you go to the museum and it's closing time, <laughs> you know, at the museum, the museum guards kind of hoard you, hoard you out. They go, okay, closing time. And they kind of, you know, you're kind of standing there and like, okay, got to keep going. And they kind of herd you along till you get to the exit. You know, they kind of sweep the rooms and clear them out. And that's what happened when Mars went into Taurus. So it's a really interesting shift in energy. Now, a lot of people have been going a little crazy about the inauguration having a Mars Uranus square that day. Boom, it's exact that day. But I want to point out to you, Mars does his work when he applies. Saturn does his work exactly on the day. Mars does his work exactly on the day. But uh, Uranus does his work exactly on the day. But Mars does his work as he applies to something. So really what we're watching with Mars and Taurus as he goes forward, the days we're going to watch are this next week, the 14th, the 17th. And apparently the 17th is already in the, in the, uh, in the pile for big protests all around the country. And, of course, Gemini, you know, President Bush is a Gemini, so there will be double protests. <laughs> and we're going to watch that. And that day, Jupiter squares Uranus on the 14th on the 17th, rather. So we have this energy that's going to be building up to the inauguration, right? And everybody goes, oh, my God, the inauguration chart, the inauguration chart. I'm not, worried, I'm not worried about the inauguration chart. I'm worried about the lead up to it, particularly next Sunday, which, of course, we'll have a podcast and hopefully we'll be able to talk about it. Who knows? Maybe they'll shut the Internet down that day. But it, it is a really interesting energy, and I just, I just love astrology when, it, when it's like that and we see that energy. Now, we know that Jupiter-Saturn, you know, we finished all this Capricorn stuff, the structure, the structure, the structure. What's the structure? How is it working? Is it working? What's it doing? One of the beauties of this, uh, this um, thing, this mob riot, whatever you want to call it, was everybody pointing out, hey, you know, if it had been black people or people of color, it would have been a lot more, lot more violent. Even Grandpa Biden pops up. You know, my grandchild came to me, pop, pop, look at how different. And he mentioned it. Stephen Colbert mentioned it. All the, You know, it's mentioned all over the place. So there's a consciousness, there's awareness. We're waking up, we're seeing it. There's like, it, it's like really exciting, I think, because the way you know you have a problem is you know it's going to change because you're aware there's a problem. Until you're aware, you don't know. My mother always said to me, I do not want to hear about it from the neighbors, <laughs> you know, implying confess before they do, before they rat you out. So there's an energy, not rat you out, before they tell on you. I should probably phrase it a little nicer about the neighbors. But, um, but, yeah, it's this change that we're in. We're in this moment of change. Now, one of the analogies, you know, I've been watching the Saturn-Uranus, and I've been thinking about it, and I, I like my analogies. Sometimes they're helpful. Sometimes they're not so helpful. So the last time these planets were in these signs, Uranus and Saturn, because we have them all this year. We have three exact squares. This week we have Jupiter squaring Uranus on the 17th, right on Sunday, so we're going to watch that one really carefully to see what happens coming up this week. But we're going to have Uranus square. We're only going to have Jupiter square Uranus once. But Saturn is going to square Uranus three times. The last time he did this was 99. And the last time Saturn and Uranus squared each other was 99. Different square, but they were in the same signs, but reversed. So Saturn was, instead of being in Aquarius, he was in Taurus. And Uranus, instead of being in Taurus, was in Aquarius. 
So in 99, there was a structural change that came into your life, and you made a decision. In my case, the structure changed was to go be an astrologer, right? We've just had this whole big structure change stuff with this COVID business. Now we're going to be asked, what is the structure you want to bring in? And this time, Uranus is in Taurus and Saturn is in Aquarius, right? So there's a different, there are different feel to them now. Saturn and Taurus is reliable, dependable. What do you want to grow, baby? And then he met up with Jupiter in May of 2000. I said, I want to be an astrologer. You said whatever you said. We began 20 years. Now, Jupiter and Uranus met up in Aquarius. They're saying, big picture, baby. So Saturn and Uranus this year are squaring each other three times. I have a thing that I've got on my website someplace. Make sure you don't buy 2018. Rose will refund you if you do. But it's somewhere out there. The year ahead, 2021, loading it up. But go back and look at that, those dates and what happened for you. But just even now, just kind of think a little. So Uranus and Taurus, Taurus rules the neck. Saturn and Aquarius rules crashes, changes, right? I just get whiplash from that. And remember, with Saturn squaring Uranus, if you're ever driving in a car and you look in the rearview mirror and you see somebody coming at your back end and you kind of clutch up, right, you get whiplash. You, you know, the drunk people, they have accidents. They get out and they're fine. The people they hit are all dead because they're relaxed. The key to this is relaxing into it so we don't get whiplash. Because let me tell you, sudden unexpected changes Sudden unexpected falls from graces, sudden unexpected shifts, very important to watch. We're going to get the first pass this Sunday, coming up, when Jupiter squares Uranus. Then we're going to have three squares of Saturn to Uranus this year, and you want to kind of, they're going to be one on February 17th, they're going to be one in June, there's going to be one next December. So this whiplash energy <laughs> where I mean, you feel like you have to turn, even though things are changing, you still feel like you need to turn on Yahoo and look, okay, so like what happened while I was working? What happened? Something must have happened. That's that energy. So we we have that in abundance this week, okay? Uh, and just know this week, next week, very exciting, very tense, breathe deeply. You see someone coming in. You remember when you did tumbling and they taught you to relax and roll? right? Remember when you learned how to ski and they said, relax and roll. Don't like pound into it, like dive into it, roll into it. You want to do that. Otherwise you're going to get whiplash. That's the energy. Saturn square Uranus, Jupiter square Uranus, unexpected sudden changes, roll into it, relax. Remember to breathe. Saturn's in the sign of air. When we hold our breath, we tense up it's harder. Why do they have mothers breathe when they give babies? Also, a shout out, my a former assistant, Rachel, and her beloved husband, Spencer, gave birth this week to lovely Sheena Coleman Bloor. And little Sheena is adorable. She has Rachel's chin. <laughs> she's just so cute. Um, but yeah, she's a really cute little, she's got a great chart. And welcome to the world, Sheena. And welcome, Rachel and Spencer, to a whole new life, you know, beginning beginning a couple days ago. So welcome to the world, Rachel and Spencer, baby baby of Rachel and Spencer, beautiful Sheena. Um, so we're forward uh, with new life, with new beginnings, with new starts, with new fun stuff, and a launch into 
the abundance of change. Now, we don't, you know, you say to people, do you like change? They go, yeah, yeah, change is good. And then you say to them, do you want to change? And they go, not so much. (laughs) You've heard me moan about gluten. You've heard me moan about giving up pasta. But I will say on the new moon, it'll be three months I haven't cooked pasta. Now, you're hearing a Virgo there, right? I haven't cooked pasta. It doesn't mean I haven't eaten it. Uh, but I haven't cooked it, which is different. You know, making a whole bowl of pasta every day, it's a different thing than occasionally it happens to be in the order that I eat, uh, which I had a little bit on Friday night. Not a lot, but a little bit. Um, but, I, but I haven't cooked it in three months. So um, I, can't, I, can't, I just can't give up forever. I'm just not, it's just not easy for me. But at any rate, forward, change, 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 change. So this week, change, change, change. <laughs> And we're ready in in the extent that we're really, with all the planets in the sky, every single one of them is reporting into Saturn, right? And when I say that, you know, we do rulerships, which is how when people say, how can 12 signs just be everybody in the world? Because we basically have planets in the sky. When they are in their own favorite sign, they're happy. They make clear decisions. When they're not in their own favorite sign, they report into another sign. Who then reports into another sign? Who then report? And when we get to the place where they report twice, we know we're done. So, for example, Venus is in Capricorn right now. So she reports into Saturn. Saturn reports to himself. So she's got a quick little report. Mars is in Taurus now. He reports into Venus. Venus reports into Saturn. Saturn reports into himself. So what was the holdup with Mars, the only planet not answering to anybody, was he was running rogue. He didn't have any bosses. When he got into Taurus, the military got permission from the Secretary of Army, Mars and Aries, to roll the National Guard from Virginia and Maryland. And then suddenly there were soldiers, right? Because Mars had to wait till he went into Taurus before he had to talk to Venus, and Venus then talked to uh, Saturn. Uh, Mercury in Aquarius talks to Saturn. Saturn talks to Saturn. Neptune in Pisces talks to Jupiter. Jupiter talks to Saturn. Saturn talks to himself. All the planets talk to themselves. All the planets are talking to Saturn this week. Saturn is the boss for a while. What he rules, remember, he rules Aquarius and Capricorn. So he's the boss for a bit. Because he's in Aquarius, and right now all these guys are in Capricorn and Aquarius. So once they move out, you know, once they get out of there into Pisces, well, no, they're still going to be reporting into Jupiter, Jupiter reporting into Saturn. Once they move into Aries, then we get some fresh fresh visions, fresh new things. So we've got a lot of Saturn in the sky right now, bossing us around, telling us to be responsible, asking us to make our responsible choices. There is a huge new moon this week at 12.01 a.m. East Coast time for the Calif- on the 13th. So for the West Coast folks, this is going to be on the 12th, the evening of the 12th. And this moon features sun and moon at 23 Capricorn, which is, of course, where all the action was last year, the Jupiter-Saturn-Pluto conjunctions. Boom, boom, boom. The Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, the new moon is there. The eclipse was there. There's a lot, a lot of stuff there. But anyway, the new moon is there at 23 Capricorn right next to Pluto. Right next to Pluto, out of bounds. Moon is out of bounds, this wild month. But it also is out of bounds next to Pluto that says this is how we're going to do it. The rising sign for the Washington chart is Libra rising, which is on the U.S. Saturn. So I'm doing a new moon webinar tonight at 730 
uh, I really, 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 really encourage you. This is the first new moon since the Jupiter and Saturn met. And we talked about it. We said, do your resolutions, do your indications, do your meditations. Think about it. New energy, new 20 years. This new moon officially launches it because this is the first new moon of this conjunction, right? And so it's initiating energy, but it's with an out of bounds moon and an out, you know, answering to Saturn. And Jupiter and Saturn are really close to each other. So this is a very potent energy this week. We also have the Aquarian planets, Mars and Uranus, in this argument with the Jupiter and Saturn. So we have a little arguments, little argument energy this week, a little explosive argument energy this week. But we're going to watch it, and we're going to be like, all right, all right, we got it, we got it, we're hanging in, we got the, we got the energy. But the moon out of bounds gives us this whoosh. Now remember, out of bounds can be a home run. Out of bounds can be a line drive into the stands. Either way, the ball's out of bounds. Line drive into the stand, blood and guts, stop the game. Line drive, home run, everybody goes, oh, my God, that's great, that's fabulous. So we're going to watch this energy. It's very volatile. But it's also, you know, if you keep your relax, you roll, you bend your knees, like when you're skiing, the ski instructor would always like, bend your knees, bend your knees. Like, I'm bending my knees. Leave me alone. Playing tennis, bend your knees, you're ready to roll, you're flexible, you're not tense. You've got to be flexible, you've got to relax, otherwise you're going to get whiplash. Let me tell you, when I got that imagery, I thought, that's the whole year. It's the year of whiplash, Uranus and Taurus. <laughs> now, we don't want whiplash. I know people that have had it. Uh, not, a fun, not a fun thing. But that neck, you know, our neck, we got that heavy little head on top of our neck. So we want to kind of be really conscious about that energy and how we roll with it. You know, how we, you know, if you if you learn to fall professionally, you know, you learn to do the roll. Whether you're a gymnast or you fall off the balance beam or you're skiing, they teach you, don't go down stiff. Teach you to roll into it. So this week, practice rolling into the change, relaxing into the change. It'll make it a lot easier because you've got a whole year of this ahead. I know you didn't want to hear that part, but that's what happens. All right, so let's talk about the moon. Today the moon is in lovely Virgo. I'm sorry, the moon is in lovely Sagittarius. So I'm a little long-winded. I apologize. Um, so it's in Sagittarius and went void today at 1.29 p.m. with a square to Neptune. It goes into Capricorn bright and early tomorrow morning at 8.30. It's in Capricorn the 11th, the 12th. It goes void at 12. Uh, the new moon is at 12 midnight. It goes void at 2.22 a.m. on the 13th with a conjunction to Pluto. So, you know, good or bad, moon Pluto, depends on how you feel about it. I happen to like moon Pluto aspects. A lot of people don't. So we're going to give that a mixed bag closing aspect. But the new moon happens like two hours and 22 minutes before the conjunction. Moon is void from 2.22 a.m. until 11.44 a.m., when it goes into Aquarius on Wednesday the uh, 13th, it's in Aquarius on the 13th, and it goes void at 4.26 a.m. Now, what happens now that the planets are all in a new sign, we're going to have long void moons. So we are going to have the day of the 14th void all day long. We are going to have the day of the 15th, Friday, void all day long. And the moon goes into Pisces at 5.17 p.m. on Friday night. So we're going to be having these long void moons for a while until the planets get a little bit further into the signs. So, yeah, so all day Thursday, all day Friday, void. Uh, 5.15 in the morning, 5.15 at night on Friday, the 15th, the moon goes into Pisces. 
It's in Pisces the 15th, the 16th, the 17th. It goes void at 10.44 p.m. with a sextile to, sextile to the sun. The good news is that the moon is in Pisces on this protest day that they're making noise about on the 16th, the 17th. We do have Jupiter squaring Uranus that day. Um, you know, for one time only, Jupiter just, he, Saturn's going to square Uranus three times, but Jupiter squares Uranus once on the 17th. And then on the 18th, on Martin Luther King Day, uh, at two in the morning, Moon goes into Aries, and he's in Aries the 18th, the 19th, and he goes void on the 20th next Wednesday with a square. So Martin Luther King Day is a little harsh this year, the Moon on Monday the 18th and uh, Tuesday the um, 19th. So the energy is, uh, you know, not fabulous energy, <laughs> the best way to say it. Uh, and the void moon that the Mercury, that the, when the moon goes void uh, in Aquarius, it goes void in Aquarius conjunct to Mercury, right? So good communication, but void, of course, not really working the way we like to think of it. And remember, most importantly, that out-of-bounds moon on the new moon, right? So moon's out of bounds we know that the public is a little more wild than they normally are the other thing you want to watch for with this we have this new moon we are initiating a new you know new two and a half year cycle but we're also because it is the first new moon after the conjunction it kind of ties back to that plus all those planets are all hanging out together and they're all answering to saturn so he's like the boss of the sky right now and uh so you want to do your saturn and so sign up uh, for the podcast. It's tonight at 7.30. We'll do the New Moon Ritual, and we'll also cover a little bit how the New Moon relates to the U.S. chart because it basically is the New Moon that the inauguration goes under, too. So that makes sense? All right, uh, enough. On to the next. Um, sun uh, is this week going from 21 Capricorn to 0 Aquarius. It goes into Aquarius on the 19th, so... It's a little early, you know, just kind of finish. But anyway, it finishes up. Sun has a square to Eris. Now, remember, Eris is stationing today, the 10th. Uh, she's the goddess of discord. The five days before, which was, of course, Monday, the five days after, which, of course, is Friday, Eris is really angry, right? And when she stops, I mean, some I happen to like her, but she is the goddess of discord. So she really stirs up stuff, Um but she also points out where it's a problem. You know, that's her job. She she points out, and a lot of times, you know, people don't really like having their stuff pointed out. But Eris points it out, whether you like it or not. You know, if you like your stuff point, I happen to find having your stuff pointed out kind of funny, unless it's my stuff, of course. <laughs> but then again, you know, we all like to watch other people's stuff pointed out. You know, like you really could improve that. And you're like, yeah, you could. Um, so watch for Eris. She's pretty pretty feisty this week. And the sun squares her. Um, as, uh, you know, so as does, and Mercury has an aspect to her too. So, you know, she's in the mood to tell you, you know, how you could improve yourself if you so desired to do so. Um, so Mercury squares Eris on the 13th and the sun joins with Pluto, uh, or the sun squares Eris on the 13th and the sun joins with Pluto on the 14th. Um, we also have the sun entering into Aquarius on the 19th at 3.39. So the sun's kind of, you know, he's a reasonably happy guy. He's at the last degrees of Capricorn. He's moving along. He's got a new moon. He's hanging out with Pluto. And then he's going to go catch up with the Aquarian guys next week. 
Mercury this week is in Aquarius. He went into Aquarius last week. And, of course, he is exalted in Aquarius. He loves Aquarius. He feels so smart and so know-it-all and just very clever. Uh, So he's running from three Aquarius to 15, almost 16 Aquarius. And he has a conjunction to Jupiter on the 11th, which is a little bit of a precursor of whatever was going to go on on the 17th. So you want to pay attention to the 11th, to what you're hearing about, you know, going on at the end of the week. And then he also has a square to Uranus on the 12th, so unexpected news, unexpected changes, uh, unexpected ideas. And, of course, he's also then giving us a precursor of what Saturn and Jupiter are going to do, right, because they're all going to square they're all going to square from Aquarius Uranus too. Now, the last time when, when we had this a while back, when the presidential daily brief, when Bush was warned Osama bin Laden's going to attack, it was Mercury giving the message. He did it on August 6th or August 8th. And then Mars came along on the 9th of September and started the attack because that's when they came in from Maine. So we always want to watch when Mercury's going through a section that Saturn and Jupiter are soon to come to because he's the messenger. He's ahead of them. He's saying, hey, you know who's coming? You know who's coming? You better get ready. Kind of Santa Claus is coming, or Saturn's coming, or Jupiter's coming. You know, uh, I don't know if you saw the clip. George Clooney uh, did a thing with his kids where he imitated, you know, they were in their bedroom, and he did, oh, hi, Santa, what are you doing here? Santa, I'm here to check on the kids, George. How have they been doing? Well, they've been really good kids lately. And the kids are in the behind the door going, hi, Santa, hi, Santa, we've been good. <laughs> so Mercury's coming along this week to check on you and say, how you doing? That's going to happen on the 11th. Then he goes and squares Uranus on the 12th. He meets up with Jupiter on the 11th and 12th, and he goes, hi, what's going on? And then he has a debrief on the 13th and the 14th because he parallels uh, Jupiter and Saturn. He also is in the mood to form a partnership with Juno on the 13th. So we'll watch what happens there. And he's very smart. He's meeting up, having a strategic alliance with Athena on the 16th. Venus this week is running from 24 Capricorn all the way to 14 Capricorn. She's moving along at a pretty good clip, too. And she is going to. Uh, have a health aspect on the 12th so we're going to watch for some big health news or perhaps you know some in you know news of people that we love um leaving earth due to health matters um venus also is trying to uranus on the 13th gives her a new lease on life she's dancing she's singing she's in the mood to party down she also has an aspect with the nodes of fate on the 17th that can be a person coming in or a person going out venus of course is parallel the nodes the 17th we already know is going to be a hot day in our country because of the um, planned protests uh against trump or for trump against the government uh, Mars this week, uh, running from three, two, three Taurus to six Taurus. Okay, Mars went into Taurus 529 when the cavalry arrived, 527 when the cavalry arrived on uh, Wednesday, and now he's in Taurus. He has a square to Saturn on the 13th. That's big. Uh, Mars says to Saturn, this is the third and final square. Remember, he squared him in August. He squared him in October. This is the third square. So he squares Saturn on the 13th, and he says, okay, this is over and done. He has a little bit of an exciting energy with a conjunction to Uranus, a parallel to Uranus, which acts like a conjunction on the 12th. He also is a little depressed when we get to the 14th, kind of a little sad, actually. And then he hits the nodes of fate on the 15th. 
making decisions that are very important. Remember, Mars in Taurus is in his detriment, and he is answering to Venus in Capricorn, and he is answering to Saturn in Aquarius. So to my mind, you know, we're going to look for a Venus in the world who's Capricornian and making people take responsibility. Pay attention, she'll show up. Uh, then we have Mars sesquiquadrate Vesta on the 19th, which is home and hearth. Uh, and then on the uh, Jupiter this week is running from 5 to 7 of Aquarius. And he is got a sextile to Chiron, you know, speaking to us about the wounds. Then he has a sesquiquadrate on the 16th to Vesta, which is changing our home hearth. A lot of, I know a couple people that are moving on the 16th job or new homes, and he also is squaring uh, Uranus on the 17th. Also, Uranus stations on the 14th. Again, five days before, five days after, January 9th through the 14th, through January 19th. So Uranus stops at 643, reverbing and moving direct, which means then every planet in the sky is moving direct, moving forward, ready to roll. And, of course, we had Eris station today in the morning at uh, 2327. So we've got a lot of energy in the sky this week. Um, New moon always is initiating energy, starts new stuff, really powerful new moon. It's aligned with all the stuff we went through with COVID this year, all the structures that we saw restructured. It said, I have completed my changes. Are you ready? If you are, new beginnings, what do you want to do? Supercharged by sitting next to Pluto supercharged new moon so i would and it's out of bounds new moon so i would really encourage you sit down do a ritual do a meditation do a what is it i want to bring in what's what am i trying to create what's important for me over these next 20 years what solid thing do i want to build based on the structural realignment i've looked at over the last number year the last year as I've been going through the changes that were brought in by the clump of planets traveling through Capricorn, by the crystalline structures inviting us to change, by the COVID clump, by the COVID renovation, by the renovation in your life. Now you're ready to move into the new life. What are you you bringing? You're bringing that old couch? You're going to leave it behind. (laughs) Cleaning out your closet, you go, God, I don't even remember I kept this. It's a really powerful new moon. So I hope you enjoyed me tonight at 7.30. If you don't, great. I'm also speaking, uh, speaking next Saturday in Florida chapter at the pinball, doing the pinball for four hours, a workshop on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, have a good week. And remember, whiplash, stay relaxed. Remember how they say, oh, you see them coming? Relax so you don't get the whiplash, so you just you don't resist the change. The change is here. We're off to a new year. Welcome uh, to uh, Baby Sheena, and off we go. Wishing you all a blessed and joyous, wonderful new week full of uh, exciting things that we don't even know about yet. Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.